No other book has so profoundly impacted so many lives as the Bible. Welcome to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. Today we see where a Levite takes a concubine who is unfaithful to him and goes to live with her father. This begins perhaps the most wicked, tragic, and gruesome story in the Bible. We hope you'll join us as Pastor Daryl continues in Judges chapter 19 on Simply the Bible. We come today to what I believe is one of the worst stories in the Bible. Now, how's that for an introduction? It tragically reveals what happens when a culture rejects God and his rules for living to do what seems right in their own eyes. It results in a gruesome and shocking display that brings about civil war in Israel. But let's not get ahead of ourselves. We continue in Judges chapter 19. And it came to pass in those days when there was no king in Israel that there was a certain Levite staying in the remote mountains of Ephraim. He took for himself a concubine from Bethlehem in Judah. But his concubine played the harlot against him and went away from him to her father's house at Bethlehem in Judah and was there four whole months. Now, this occurred sometime during the period of the judges, but we don't know exactly when. We are told that there was no king in Israel. Really, God was king, or at least he was supposed to be. The truth was that the people had rejected God as king. Or as so many modern religionists, they paid lip service to Yahweh without letting him affect their personal lives. There was a certain Levite who lived in the remote mountains of Ephraim. This man took for himself a concubine. The mere fact that a Levite would take a concubine, who was a secondary wife in addition to his primary wife, shows the low spiritual condition of the nation. While having a concubine was permissible under the Mosaic law, the Lord did not approve or encourage it. But the Levite wanted her, and she became his live-in mistress. Thus, our story begins with sexual immorality. Therefore, in that age where anything went, it was no big surprise that the concubine was unfaithful to him, and she played the harlot. God's design for sexuality was revealed in Genesis. One man married to one woman for life. The two become one flesh. In Matthew 19, Jesus added his commentary, What God has joined together, let not man separate. When God's rules are violated, one sin leads to another. After the woman's infidelity, probably the Levite rejected her, so she went back home to her father in Bethlehem, where she lived for four months. Then her husband arose and went after her to speak kindly to her and bring her back, having his servant and a couple of donkeys with him. So she brought him into her father's house. And when the father of the young woman saw him, he was glad to meet him. The Levite obviously missed her and forgave her. So he traveled from the mountains of Ephraim to Bethlehem to woo her, to bring her back to his home. 
Evidently, his kind words were effective because she invited him in. Her father immediately approved of this Levite. In his eyes, her husband was seemingly religious and was willing to help tame his wild child. Now, his father-in-law, the young woman's father, detained him, and he stayed with him three days. So they ate and drank and lodged there. Then it came to pass on the fourth day that they arose early in the morning, and he stood to depart. But the young woman's father said to his son-in-law, Refresh your heart with a morsel of bread, and afterward go on your way. So they sat down, and the two of them ate and drank together. Then the young woman's father said to the man, Please be content to stay all night, and let your heart be merry. And when the man stood to depart, his father-in-law urged him, so he lodged there again. Then he arose early in the morning on the fifth day to depart. But the young woman's father said, Please refresh your heart. So they delayed until afternoon, and both of them ate. The father-in-law detained the Levite, eating and drinking with him. And for three days, the theme was, Let's party hardy. The woman's father told her husband, Refresh yourself, let your heart be merry. A three-day binge went to the fourth day and then to the fifth day. Now, have you ever had difficulty leaving family members who just don't want to seem to let you go? It can be difficult to leave gracefully without causing an offense. It seems the Levite had such difficulty pulling away from his father-in-law who didn't want him to leave, but also the Levite was enjoying himself, really, to excess. And when the man stood to depart, he and his concubine and his servant, his father-in-law, the young woman's father, said to him, Look, the day is now drawing toward evening. Please spend the night. See, the day is coming to an end. Lodge here that your heart may be merry. Tomorrow go your way early so that you may get home. However, the man was not willing to spend that night. So he rose and departed and came opposite Jebus, that is Jerusalem. With him were the two saddle donkeys. His concubine was also with him. Despite the father-in-law's pleadings and good advice about making his trip home in one day, the Levite was unwilling to stay another night. He made up his mind that he needed to return home even though it was late in the day. The Levite, his concubine, his servant, and two donkeys came near to Jerusalem, which at that time was occupied by the Jebusites. They were near Jebus, and the day was far spent. And the servant said to his master, Come, please, and let us turn aside into this city of the Jebusites and lodge in it. But his master said to him, We will not turn aside here into a city of foreigners who are not of the children of Israel. We will go on to Gibeah. So he said to his servant, Come, let us draw near to one of these places and spend the night in Gibeah or in Ramah. And they passed by and went their way, and the sun went down on them near Gibeah, which belongs to Benjamin. They turned aside there to go in to lodge in Gibeah. And when he went in, he sat down in the open square of the city, for no one would take them into his house to spend the night. The Levite 
didn't want to lodge in the city of the Jebusites. He felt safer spending the night in a city of his own countrymen. While this seemed like a better option, this would prove to be a disastrous decision. Many Christians are like this. They prefer to only frequent Christian businesses. They won't hire unbelieving foreigners, as it were. Frankly, when I get my truck fixed, I don't care if the mechanic is a believer or an unbeliever. I just want good work to be done at a reasonable price. In fact, because I am a pastor and around Christians, much of the time I welcome the opportunity to interact with unbelievers for it gives me opportunity to let my light shine in hope of perhaps winning the soul to Christ. Even though it was getting late, they pressed on toward Gibeah in Benjamin. They sat down in the open square of the city, indicating that they had no place to stay. There were no hotels in those days, so people were expected to extend hospitality to strangers. However, no one invited them to spend the night. Just then, an old man came in from his work in the field at evening who also was from the mountains of Ephraim. He was staying in Gibeah, whereas the men of the place were Benjamites. And when he raised his eyes, he saw the traveler in the open square of the city. And the old man said, Where are you going? And where do you come from? So he said to him, We are passing from Bethlehem and Judah toward the remote mountains of Ephraim. I am from there. I went to Bethlehem and Judah. Now I am going to the house of the Lord. But There is no one who will take me into his house, although we have both straw and fodder for our donkeys and bread and wine for myself, for your female servant, and for the young man who is with your servant. There is no lack of anything. And the old man said, Peace be with you. However, let all your needs be my responsibility. Only do not spend the night in the open square. So he brought him into his house and gave fodder to the donkeys, and they washed their feet, and ate, and drank. This old man took notice of them. When he discovered that the Levite was from his own hometown, he invited him and his company to stay the night. He even covered all their needs at his own expense. It should be noted that in that culture, if you invited someone into your home, then you were personally responsible for his welfare, no matter what the cost. Once again, the Levite was eating and drinking. I wonder that in our modern age of hotels, motels, and B&Bs, if we haven't lost something of this art of hospitality. My mother was a caterer, and she also gave cooking classes in her home. She delighted to teach others the art of hospitality and entertaining guests in your home. And her key verse was Hebrews 13.2. Do not neglect to show hospitality to strangers, for thereby some have entertained angels unawares. I especially like this verse in the Amplified Bible. Do not forget or neglect or refuse to extend hospitality to strangers in the brotherhood, being friendly, cordial, and gracious, sharing the comforts of your home and doing your part generously. For through it, some have entertained angels without knowing it. We have become such private people and are often very suspicious of others. We are so worried about litigation, so dependent upon public places of lodging, 
that we often barely give it a consideration to put up others for a night or two. And we wouldn't think of offering our home to a stranger. I understand the need to be careful, but I wonder if we haven't lost something vital in expressing human kindness and compassion toward one another. The times that my wife Cindy and I have opened our home to others have always been most blessed. And yet, at times I find myself struggling to do it. As we will see tomorrow, this neglect of hospitality in Gibeah was indicative of a much greater problem. In closing, we are a culture that has thrown caution to the wind when it comes to human sexuality, and we are paying the price in disposable relationships. God designed sexual intimacy to be a beautiful expression of love and oneness between husband and wife in a monogamous relationship. When we think we can modify the rule book to satisfy our own appetites, then we pay the price relationally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. For according to the Apostle Paul, he who sins sexually sins against his own body. And as we shall see, unrestrained sexuality leads to ever-increasing violence and alienation from God and from our fellow humans. May God help us to submit to him as our king and to his wise and beneficial instructions in the most intimate area of our lives. You've been listening to Simply the Bible, the Through the Bible teaching program of Pastor Daryl Zachman of Calvary Chapel, Treasure Valley. For more information about our church, please visit our website at calvarytv.org. To listen to previous episodes, go to 941thevoice.com or check out our iTunes podcast. Tomorrow, we will see where the men of Gebeah gather and commit several wicked and brutal acts. This starts a chain reaction that ends in a civil war. We hope you'll join us as we continue in the book of Judges on Simply the Bible. Simply the Bible.